Welcome to One World, Our Coalition. This is Austin Climate Coalition podcast. We are an intersectional network of Austin high schoolers tackling the root of the climate crisis together. I'm Isla Ferguson, and I'm here with Matthew Kim, Veronica Britton, and Carolina Shure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. So yep. uh, we're here to talk about the presidential debate and the vice presidential debate. And those were very interesting conversations. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we can start with uh, President Trump and Vice President Joe Biden. So one of the big things that Trump was asked was, does he think that climate change is caused by human actions? He responded basically with, California needs to clean up its forest floors to prevent forest fires. So kind of problematic, don't you think? A little bit. I, I have to agree. Yeah, it, it's, it's a, a famous... It's a famous way politicians get around answering things they don't want to answer by not answering the question and just saying something else that's like kind of loosely related and people go, yeah, yeah, it kind of works. And then no other attention is paid to it. It's when it was the pesky leaves, guys. Yeah, I know. I Yeah, it's pretty problematic that he thinks the majority of forest fires are caused by unpicked up leaves because Especially I mean, at least- there are huge programs in California to keep rush clear. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. Well, just an interesting fact, according to State Senator Mike McGuire, 57% of the state's forest land is owned or managed by the federal government. So he, if he thinks this is truly an issue, he has the power to issue um, some sort of response to this and actually clean up the forest fires. But it seems that he's all talk at the moment. I think this is just complete BS. I don't know if I can say that. Uh, I just think that it's the way that President Trump deals with climate change is not effective or just something I respect. And the way he talks about it, the thing that annoys me is uh, just the fact that he won't own up to it. Like, it's not the leaves, man. We all know the sky was orange. That is not leaf behavior. So that's my opinion. Everybody's got their own, I guess. And I think something that's also really frustrating to remember is there's been bipartisan stalling on climate action for years now. You know, Al Gore published an inconvenient truth in what, 2001? Yeah, I think so. And also, interesting fact um, about the wildfires is I think... So there's been a study apparently in 2019 um, that the California wildfire, like the area of the wildfires, have increased more than five times since 1972. That was um, a five-year average of 236 square miles to now, which is um, 1,394 square miles per year. So that's that's quite a lot of forest being burned. And of course, like you've seen pictures. Um, I remember last year, just all the five wildfires, and especially this year too, the orange skies that are now, you know, if you're neighboring states of California, you can see that too. And I think that one thing that's interesting is that Donald Trump in this debate, he kind of said that he believes in climate change because he thinks that he, he literally, his response to it was, I think a lot of things do, but I think to an extent, yes, I think to an extent, which is response to the global warming. It's wow. such a conflict. Like he keeps changing his mind about things. And I know Vice President Mike Pence said that Trump believes in the science, which He's obviously refuted multiple times, you know. I don't know about that one. He's been quoted saying science does not know. <laughs> we gotta, yeah, put those next to each other. I think his inconsistency is very impressive. Yeah, I mean, he's tweeted in the past. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like 
global warming is a hoax. It's to um, make us pay more or to like affect trade with China. Said China created it. Um, yeah. In order to get us to pay more taxes on carbon emissions or something like that. I know, kind of crazy. But overall, I think the it was joking. It's like we need the Lorex in this debate, but <laughs> speak for the trees. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's weird that maybe Donald Trump believes it, maybe he'll enact more for us to manage it, but just judging by the past four years, it's very unlikely, since also California has a major drought. I think there are people out there who think that before, when we weren't there, there was more forest fires because, you know, lightning strikes and people aren't putting out the fires. But then again, it wasn't a lot warmer like global warming wasn't like a thing, a factor. And also the drought wasn't a factor. Like they actually had rain, you know, forests actually hold a lot of water, create some and, like the water cycle and all that. So, and one thing is that's really interesting about, um, I don't know necessarily, I know parts of California are chaparrales, but it is a little due to human humans basically trying to control the environment, right? Because biome, a uh, chaparral is, has plant life that is monitored by wildfires. Wildfires are a consistent part of that environment and they help, you know, sow seeds and stuff like that. And so it's a little bit on us of moving into areas where it's like, let's just stop the wildfire. They need the wildfires. It's just interesting to see like how humans expect, we sort of move into a place sometimes and go, okay, well, I want it to be exactly how I want it without kind of considering like what if no, 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 I don't no, want no. to do that. Exactly. No, I think it's just so easy to forget that we are not the only animals or I guess plants count too on this earth. Yeah, because I also think like Trump doesn't account for like, I mean, the debate, he probably made his statement shorter, but he doesn't account for like all the other extra factors because it's like, yeah, you know, forest management is probably one of the things that you could change there's so like there's so many acres and like square miles of forest that it's like pretty it's impossible to actually try and manage the whole thing like year after year and obviously all the firefighters that are there you know sacrificing their lives to help curb the spread of the wildfire it's like it's not they're just there to contain it you know it's there's so much land there that it's like really needs to have a large presence yeah so yeah i guess we can uh, move on maybe to the vice presidential debate. I think we <laughs> covered Trump's. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I guess one thing that was big coming out of the vice presidential debate was fracking and also Mike Pence's kind of inconsistent talk about like with Trump's agreement on climate change. So just a general statement on fracking is that bad things that happen, but the majority of the bad stuff is with water management. And so fracking uses like many, many gallons of water. I read like millions of liters of water and of chemicals. Yeah, it uses a lot of chemicals and that's all that water, even though the companies won't say it, it very directly affects the wildlife and like the health of the ecosystem. Pretty much it will poison waters, poison aquifers, and also just the landscape too, because you know, the water, it's part of the water cycle. It'll go into streams, into rivers, and then the land will absorb those chemicals. And it's it's very hard to, you know, take heavy metals or poisonous chemicals out of aquifers it takes a long time and so once you poison that no i i completely agree i think it's a lot harder to get the chemicals out than to put them in obviously and just like a little background on what fracking is i am of course no expert but like if people don't know basically they pump a ton of sand into the ground at really high pressures um and then that cracks the rock and allows the gas to flow up through the rocks into wells 
which I mean, I didn't know that. So in case anybody listening didn't, but I completely agree. I think that the damage it does to the ecosystem is pretty insane. It's, we were talking about this a little bit earlier with the fires. Uh, it's just like kind of crazy to me how much humans like can affect the environment. I guess it's self-explanatory, like, but it's just kind of sad to me. But yeah, fracking contaminate the groundwater with methane, which is not, does not sound appealing to me at least. <laughs> made me laugh how often they talked about it. At least Mike Pence being like, they want to ban fracking. They want to ban it. I was like, well, like, yes. But if we're going to talk about fracking, let's talk about climate change and the environment and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Ilo, what did you think about all that? Um, I think it's sort of like, again, sort of the focusing on different aspects of something. Trump was asked about the environment, about wildfires. Pence was asked about the environment. He talked about fracking. And I think it's it's sort of a way of not addressing the the elephant in the room, if you will. It's kind of fo- hyper-focusing on, oh, California's going to ban ga- the sale of gas vehicles. Oh, they're going to ban fracking. Oh, they're going to ban... Um, like mining, people will be out of a job. And it's it's sort of a way of pandering to those people who, you know, and we do have to understand people do rely on this for, for a living. You know, West Virginia has been hit really, really hard with uh, like the closing closing of, of mines and stuff. And, and, you know, it is something to consider, you know, that people are, people's livelihoods are being affected by this. All of those facets I feel need to be addressed. Yeah, I was thinking if there's um if people are interested in learning more, there's an interesting documentary called Gaslands, and so there's Gaslands One and Gaslands Two, and it talks a lot about fracking and more just general like natural gas being poisonous in the environment. And so you know here in Texas we have a lot of I would say fracking on our like especially in the Permian Basin, University of Texas, a lot of our endowment comes from owning land where natural gas like drilling fracking is happening. There's a lot of health defects. It was interesting, there's um, in the town of Dish, uh, they named themselves Dish because of the, the TV provider, it was some deal. But anyway, they had many, like many people there were experiencing like respiratory illnesses and also like bloody noses just because of like the methane fumes, like traveling all the way there and also flaring, all stuff. So there's a lot of, ex- there's more than just fracking because you know, you have methane also, natural gas plants using that for electricity, a lot of different things involved. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's a complicated issue with fracking, but definitely do not want to see more fracking happening, um, more plants being built and things like that. No, I definitely agree. I think we just need to look at the big picture. And I think what Ila was saying earlier about like, oh, Trump is asked about climate change. He talks about fires and Pence does the same thing with fracking. It's like just be so much easier to justify it or no sorry it would be so much harder to justify it if they actually talked about climate change Um, i mean but i do i think like that's definitely again aspects of climate change are all like intertwined with how we live right yes no i I completely agree i just think that it's like talking about it it's such a bigger issue um but i think we were talking about like i think you said west virginia and that kind of stuff is really important to take into consideration but it's just one of those things wherever they're talking about you said like one one facet of the huge issue and i just feel like i don't think it's fair to put that on the voters because it's not like they're getting all the information especially the people with maybe less education and that kind of stuff on these big issues I don't think it's fair to just like keep them out of the loop I don't know what do y'all think about that I think that's one of the better things about this upcoming election um that 
even though the voters themselves are not getting all the information that they need from the politician, they're going out and finding this information on their own, I think. Because of Yeah, that. no, I, I, I completely agree. Whenever I'm like trying to stay positive about politics, that's one of the main things that like keeps me going is the fact that just information is at our fingertips. Like you can learn anything you want right now. And it's so easy to like get information out there. So I, I, I agree. While it is like so daunting, people can learn about this stuff because just the internet, man. Yeah, I especially like places like I know Washington Post will post um things of like fact checking the politicians. Like I always read them when they have the presidential debate, like fact checking what they say because they both they fact check both Joe Biden and Donald Trump. So I, I'd like the perspective and, you know, having that information there because we know like the information we receive from politicians are either cherry picked or maybe a little altered to favor them so the fight for whatever the solution is going to be whether it's a green new deal or something else there are going to be contentious issues and we have to understand that of course you know there's stuff that it will put employees on the line it will it will be inconvenient that's why it's called the inconvenient truth we have to make drastic drastic changes to the way that we exist in order to be able to continue existing and it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be fun probably that's why we need to be so critical of politicians on both sides of how they present things because nothing is ever going to be a hundred percent perfect no it's not going to make everyone's life easier but it's what we need to do. And I completely agree. And I think that uh, when you look at the size of the issue and like what's at stake, it's worth it. This is, again, everything you said, I completely agree with. And justify the means, I guess. Uh, like existence is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but think about it for us. Think about it for our the future generations of people. All of the possibilities that can happen if we just work towards these inconvenient little truths right now. Just think about all the fantastic things that will happen in the future. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a really good way of looking at it, too. And like I, yeah, and I definitely think that, that that has been lost in society of looking forward, looking out for other people other than ourselves. I think, I think back to like my ancestors or like I look around my neighborhood and I see these enormous trees. Whoever planted that didn't plant it for them. To enjoy they planted it for future generations to enjoy that's the kind of view we need to take regarding saving the planet well i guess it's important since it's such a very big election make sure you guys vote if you can early voting starts october 13th i'll definitely be heading to the polls i hope if you're 18 by now and registered to vote you'll go do so too thanks for listening everyone this has been the austin kamala coalition podcast I'm Matthew Kim with Isla Veronica Britton, Carolina Suri, and thanks for listening.